Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of In That Number, an upbeat episode this week. We'll discuss the amazing turnaround against Spurs at St Mary's. We'll have a bit of news from the week, the usual predictions, check-in, fantasy football and, and all the other bollocks that we produce. I'm your host, Ray Hunt. You can follow me on at RayHunt84. Follow my co-host on at MoscowMush. Of course, follow the show on at NumberPodcast. Like us, subscribe, five-star review. Send us an email on InThatNumberPodcast at gmail.com with any queries, thoughts, suggestions, predictions, or anything. You know, anything you want, we'll read it out. It'll be good. Um, So, yeah, let me bring in my uh, happy bouncing co-host to the MoscowMush, Kevin Milverton. Hello, Kevin. How are you? Hello, yeah, good. I'm surprised you didn't introduce me as your friend Kevin. Why? Because uh, oh, Kevin. Oh, Jesus! Yes. I just got that. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin, friend, right? Yeah. Kevin definitely, oh, definitely wasn't our friend. No, sorry, I was really, really slow on that. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> okay, I was, I was just sorry. waiting for the tumbleweed to pass first. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, how have you been? Yeah, no, I've had a great week. Um, yeah, it's a public holiday. It was public holiday on Friday for International Women's Day. Um, so yeah, getting ready for that, um, celebrating that and, um, also celebrating a wonderful Saints victory as well. So it's been a, a wonderful, wonderful week. Brilliant. That's what we're here for. Celebrating the wonderful, wonderful victory. Um, before we go into the Spurs game though, I just want to, we just go through a little bit of news. Um, did you have anything to go through this week? Uh, a few things. Okay. Um, well, I mean, just uh, maybe you want us to talk about some of the same things, but uh, how are some of our loanees and um, until recently former players are getting on? Um, apparently, Wesley Hoot wants to stay at Celta Vigo. Fine by that. Yeah, he can stay there. I don't want to talk too much about that. <laughs> but yeah, um, if we can get some decent money for him, fine, great. Mm. Um, Inter Milan, on the other hand, uh, they're not too keen on keeping Cedric. No, we reported this a couple of weeks back, didn't we? Yeah, it's looking decreasingly likely that he's going to stay there, so God knows where he's going to go. 
Mm. It's not our problem. I don't know if you heard, but we've got a right back who's playing pretty well at the moment. Well, well really, I can't really quite remember. What's his name again? <laughs> Valerie, Valerie, something like that, yeah. Uh, speak, speaking of Valerie, actually, do you know he got um, goal of the week for uh, a Sky Sports poll? And yeah, that's a very slim margin. Yeah, I mean, he was up against Zaha Pereira and Jorginho, but yeah, won the poll, so yeah, he deserved it. It was probably going to get gold of the season as well. Oh, well, I, I would be surprised, because I mean, that means a, a lot of Saints fans coming out of the woodwork, or mm. some some objectivity, but um, yeah, I mean, I, for me, so far, definitely a candidate. Well, I, I was just, I just mean, meant our uh, in that number gold of the season, but yeah. Ah, but yeah, he should be at least in a discussion anyway for for the league. For sure. Um, and speaking um, of the uh, the players, I, I'm guessing you were, you want to touch on on Tadic. Uh, yes. Talk about that, yeah. Yeah, I mean the, a player who um, I don't know. I was a bit more upset about him leaving than than you were, mm. but for him to come out and put in that performance uh, against Real Madrid at the Bernabeu as well. Yeah. One goal, two assists. And yeah, just just incredible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm a hate. Well, I'm not saying I'm a hater, but he's had his critics, and towards the end of his Saints career, it was obvious why. I don't know. It just was. It just wasn't working for me. Um, I know he's a decent player, but I guess doesn't it really, really say a lot for who the you know the players that he's got working with him? And maybe it just wasn't the right fit at Southampton. I don't know. Whatever it is, he seems to be working for him now. So yeah, good luck to him, and hopefully, yeah. hopefully, Ajax um, go further. Well, not good luck to him, but yeah, I think his, his heart just wasn't in it at Saints, really, wasn't it? Um, a bit of news that I want to talk about is the Saints under-23s have reached the Premier League International Cup semi-final. They beat Villarreal 2-1, had two players sent off in that game as well and still still come out on top. Um, oh. And they, they will play either Leicester or Bayern Munich. Now, that, <laughs> that game is going to be played on Wednesday the 13th, so listen out for that because we'll be playing one of them. Should be a good one. Okay, yeah, we'll definitely we'll um, give an update on that. Yeah, yeah, good luck um, to him. Yeah, I know which of those two teams I'd prefer to play, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leicester on fire at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and something else that I wanted to talk to you about is the the, the shirt sponsorship dilemma. Um, where do you stand on this? Well, I mean, I don't know any specific details. I know that it's our contract with uh, Virgin Media is running out, and they're looking at either um, extending that deal or looking for something a bit more lucrative. But that might mean something a little bit against morally, the morals, yeah, yeah, um, uh, something that's a online betting casinos um, or any betting gambling sites. They're all like, I mean, they nine uh, Premier League clubs are sponsored by. Gambling firms, yeah, and they're mostly like ones that mainly operate in China as well, aren't they? So, um, yeah, this is not sure if they want to go down that route, but I personally think I think they will. I, I know the people in charge of this club, and I don't think they hesitate when it comes to getting that lucrative offer. I mean, it's just basically morals against Wonga. Well, yeah, and one guy being um, Gao Jisheng, who yeah. obviously oh, wants course. to. Expand our profile in China, so yeah, I think we might see some Chinese betting firm on our shirts next season. Yeah, uh, it doesn't bother me. I really don't care. Whatever. Um, I'd say Virgin Media is better, I think, because uh, I don't know, a bit, bit more of a, a local flavour, you know. And they, they've um, tried to be part of the community um, mm-hmm. 
with okay little token gestures like um subsidizing away fan tickets at St Mary's and so on but I mean still more than you can expect from uh, Shanghai gambling shack yeah, but yeah they've got, they've got the incentives there but um yeah I do think the older the gambling one will be it it will it will come down to it they'll they'll, they'll go with it just for the money you've got to yeah, That's yeah, we'll see. And um, yeah, and it's it's it's, uh, it's an obvious one, really. I mean, with um, the accounts coming out this week, um, I don't know if you've seen that, but um, yeah, uh, uh, profits are down, uh, mm. turnover down, broadcasting revenues down, uh, match day incomes down. So we're kind of out of pocket on a lot of fronts. So that that could bridge the gap, I think, in finances and. Um, yeah, maybe give us a chance to, to to bring someone in we need over the summer. Yeah. So, do you have any more news for us this week? Um, just one thing. Another one of our low knees, Jake Hesketh down at MK Dons. That move down the league seems to be working out for him quite well. Um, he's won their Player of the Month and uh, Goal of the Month for his Brilliant. goal against Swindon. And yeah, I mean they they're moving up the up the leagues. They're now in third. So yeah, battling for that automatic promotion. He's found his niche down there then. Exactly. So yeah, well done, Jake. And hopefully, we'll see you next season. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, anyway, should we go and talk about Spurs? Yes. Yes. Been waiting for this. <laughs> okay. So as you all know, we beat the, we beat Tottenham two one, coming from one nil down. Uh, we beat a Champions League quarter finalist as well. So does that mean that you know that's our level now? Um. <laughs> wow. Uh, does it work like that? I don't know. <laughs> um, I think of all the teams we've beaten recently this season. Uh, yeah, Leicester, Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal. Yeah, they've both been in the Champions League quarterfinals. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, being serious, <laughs> so we won two one. Do you know Spurs haven't haven't lost at St Mary's for fourteen years as well? Wow. Well, they have now, but I just thought that was that was amazing. Um, anyway, 2-1. First half goal from Harry Kane. That's his 200th for club and country now. He's only 25 as well, so pretty good. Um, but then wiped out by a not-so-clean strike this time from Jan Valery. Um, but then a better-than-clean strike from uh, James Ward-Prowse again. Deja vu. Um, starting 11. Exactly the same as it was. Gun and goal. Three at the back again with Bednarek, Yoshida, Vestergaard. Valerie, Romeu, Hoiberg and Bertrand make up the midfield. And then Austin was up top, anchored by James Ward-Prowse and Nathan Redmond. Is it a luxury at the moment to have like an unchanged side for three games? Um, I suppose so. Um, if yeah, if we've got no injuries, then yeah, yeah, if ain't broke, yeah. don't fix it. Is it that's it? Well, but I mean, after the first half, they did they did change it. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I think the philosophy going into that game, you've got that sure. momentum, um, beating Fulham, taking it to United. So, yeah, that should be the squad that we you think that we'd take it to, to Spurs with. But, yeah, it did turn out that yeah. wasn't quite the case. Um, yeah, sure. And, and the bench, uh, McCarthy, Stevens, Target, Armstrong, Sims, Slattery and Long. Should we just should we just skip the first half discussions? I think it does need to be... Uh, discuss definitely. Just well, basically, okay, basically Saints were shit. Spurs scored a, a, like a real sh- you know scrappy goal, um, and then the game started on the 45th minute, 
How's that? Um, no, I mean, I just, uh, <laughs> sh- sh- should we play, uh, football cliche bingo and say it's a game of two halves? Yeah. Uh, that, in that first half, um, just from the outset, um, we were shocking. I mean, it was really scary. Um, Spurs were clearly the better team. Um, just awful, awful defending. No marking whatsoever. Harry Kane just been left to run riot. And we were really lucky to only be 1-0 down. They had, they had so many chances in that first half. Sure, yeah. It was just that the defence, as you say, it was shambles, wasn't it? They were passing it through us with ease. Yeah, they're just not, you know, not tight enough. Um, hit the post as well, didn't they? Through Yoshida. Yes, yeah. It's almost an own goal there. Yeah. Um, Ericsson hit the bar from a free kick just before they scored. I mean, the, that was pretty much a, a sign of things to come. And... Yeah, I mean, the, the, the goal, they did score. Um, just, yeah, all that space just left on, on the left-hand side. And, yeah, Kane gets in at the back post. And as, as he's coming to it, um, Yannick Vestergaard is just moving away from him. Yeah, yeah. And so there's just no marking whatsoever. I mean, that's that's your man. You've, you've space got, as well, yeah. Yeah, you've got seven foot of Dane that should be in front of Kane. <laughs> and he just wasn't. <laughs> no. Um, but they were asking for it, weren't they, at that point? I think, what was it, the 26th minute that Kane got the yeah. opener? And like you say, those 26 minutes, it was just one-way traffic and, yeah, defensively a shambles. Couldn't get anything going for us either, could we? I think the only shot that I remember was the Redmond one that flew over the bar from us. Um, uh, Lorries had nothing to do. Yeah. It was just, yeah, it was... And at half-time... I didn't want to watch anymore. I thought this. I can see where this is going, and I can't understand how they can be this good against Man United, and just this poor. Just haven't turned up against Tottenham. But yeah, I mean, just half time couldn't have come soon enough. And would you have put any money on Saints to win that game? Um, I think the odds would, be, would have been quite uh, favourable, wouldn't they? It would have been, but I, it would have been. You would have been awfully brave to do it because you just couldn't see where it was coming from. Um, I have a question for you. Hmm. Do you think Pochettino was was the more unhappy manager at halftime? Um, quite possibly. He's probably he's probably quite unhappy um, at kickoff. I mean, he's up there in the stands yep. um, after calling Mike Dean a daft fucking bald cunt. Is that what you called him? Um, well, <laughs> my my Spanish isn't too good, but um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, you could say um, they, they should have been more than one up with the amount of space and chances that they created. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so, I mean, the best thing about the first half for us was that it was only one nil. Um, exactly. So yeah, um, I mean, Pochettino must yeah. have been must have been angry at halftime. Yeah, I mean, he, was, he was kind of scowling throughout the entire match. So, so yeah, and just on his little smartphone there, calling up his assistant. Yeah. yeah. So second half came. Um, and with that, changes. Mm-hmm. So Much needed. What, yeah, well, what did we do? We put um, we put Long on for Austin. And yep. we put Sims on for Romeo. So Romeo and Austin are not known for their pace. So you put Sims out on the right. Um, who was on the left? Redmond, Redmond. was on the left. Mm. Sorry. Redmond was on the left and Long replaced Austin as a all-pace. And then, of course, James Woodprouse moved in to a deeper role with um, Hoiberg in the centre of midfield. That seemed to do the trick. Yeah, definitely. That was clear. Not only that, it was like Valerie and Bertrand had a new 
lease as well. I don't know what they were told at the start, because you know we said about this before, about having three at the back and whether Valerie and Bertrand are more defensive or more, you know, going forward. But they seem to be more effective in the second half as well, going forward, putting some crosses in. And, well, as you say, we scored a goal from there. Yeah. And Bertrand um, was whipping some crosses in as well. So, yeah, it it might have just been a mentality thing as well with the formation change. Yeah, definitely. I think, well, I mean, Romeo, he's just, um, yeah, a red card waiting to happen, I think, at that point. Mm. Uh, so it's a bit of a no-brainer you're taking him off. Austin, um, yeah, fairly useless this time around. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Long's got, got that pace to, to frustrate them. And, yeah, it did, did um, yeah, we just played with a, a lot more attacking intent when we were pressing them. And, uh, yeah, that, that really... Took the stress off of the defensive line, and um, yeah, the fullbacks were able to get forward. And yeah, Bertrand and uh, Valerie they were key in getting that first goal. Yep. So we had the, the pace of Long, Redmond, and the energy of Sims as well. With the, the you know the wing backs, it was bound to create something. And then you know Sims, he put the cross in, didn't he? And I think it was Shane. Yeah, it was Shane Long who missed mistimed that header. Yeah, she's got to do better with that. Well, yeah, I mean that, that's Shane Long for you. Yeah, and then you know, the the, the the what I liked about it as well was the build up between Sims and Long and Redmond. All of them together looked like, yeah, yeah, looked yeah. like it was working. And um, I mean, there was a moment as well where Sims passed it to Long. Long went straight to Redmond. Redmond cut inside and used his left foot, but then he sliced it just wide. Yeah. Well. So another chance there. Which is more, you know, everything was just more positive about it. Um, Redmond had his chance again, didn't he? At the near post, he probably should have done better at. That was when um, Jan Vertonghen put a high boot on Sims. Yeah, really got him <laughs> right in the mush, yeah. Um, didn't get anything for that either, did he? No, and they didn't, the, the thing is, they didn't even stop play. I, I was understood that you're supposed to, any head injury, you, you stop the play. If that had happened, then we wouldn't have created that chance, so... That's true, yeah. Um, and the equaliser then came on the 76th minute. Um, that all came from an Armstrong run. Yeah. It was, I mean, the, the attack wasn't really going any, anywhere. Spurs looked like they had the decent line. Armstrong made the run and then slid the ball in a dangerous position, but it should have been dealt with. I think three Spurs defenders just let it go past them. And the one at the end, I think it was Danny Rose underneath him and who was there. Yeah, and Valerie. Yeah, I mean, just kind of um, did, um, just gets it with his left foot and it bounces up into the um, top right-hand corner there. Yeah, not not the cleanest of strikes. No, no, and um, it's a miracle that um, that Armstrong cross got through. I mean, uh, Danny Rose and Yamba Tonga must have they just managed to get, go through both of them. And, and Sanchez yeah, as well, yeah. Valerie. And Sanchez as well, yes. And uh, yeah, so Valerie saw that and just took his opportunity. Yep. It's his second goal in as many games. Yep, starting to become a habit. <laughs> um, okay, now I want to talk about the build-up to the second goal. For me, um, you know what I'm going to say. The I think it was who was it? Was it Kyle? Was it Kyle Walker Peters? Wasn't it? The, the trip on Armstrong. Yeah. That's a red card for me. Yeah, I mean, it's a clear goal-scoring opportunity. Um, and you can hear him shouting, no, I was on, I was on. He was but, on, um, he would have been on. Yeah. If that ball had come across, I guess that's probably why he didn't give it as a red, because he didn't have the ball. But if that ball comes across, that's a goal, that's 2-1. And I think he knew that. 
Yeah. Obviously he knew that, and he just a little, little chip, little little clip of his legs, and that's it. Broke up the play. I, I was disappointed. I, I thought that was a red card. Yeah, I mean, it's a really cynical thing to do to think. Yeah. Well, might as well take him down before he gets yeah. the ball. Yeah. Um. But yeah, only yellow for that. That's yeah. But Again. Anyway, it didn't matter because um, what happened from the free kick? Justice. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah, he's done it again. What a free kick! It's incredible. Yeah, they um, can eat a heart out. Yeah, and a dead cert for Southgate squad now, surely, right? I mean, yeah, it'd be a, a travesty if he didn't get into that what squad. What more can he do? That's what six goals in nine games now, form of his life. Do you know what though? We've been saying. Yeah for ages that this kid's got a reputation for taking free kicks or set pieces in general but we haven't really been seeing it until now now he's he's you know reputation's being built up again and we're starting to see it so yeah for me he's got to go in that england squad yeah definitely um i think he's just got he's got his confidence back this is the best uh, best time to get him in there absolutely um one last thing i want to talk about this game the Suzoko. Oh, against Redmond. At the end. What do you think about Do you think that was a red card? Do you think they was lucky to get away with that? Um, yes, yes. I say, um, yeah, Kevin Friend, um, I mean, it was pretty much a litany of fuck-ups the whole time. And we say that, um, oh, you don't get these decisions against the, the big clubs. <laughs> we said that last week. Yeah. There you go. Football cliche, bingo, you've got another one to, <laughs> to take off there. But, um, yeah, I mean, we didn't get them um, even at home. Uh, against Spurs there and it's another one and yeah okay Redmond does aggravate him a bit I mean we, we've, we've um, seen him before where he was winding up Zaha and he managed to pull that one off didn't quite work out for him this oh, time oh no that was that was Ward-Prowse wasn't it oh that was Prowse sorry yeah, yeah. but yeah I, I mean they, they kind of shove each other but it's um, Sissoko who headbutts Redmond Did you, headbutt well that's not a headbutt well I mean he does that make contact about. yeah but I mean okay he wasn't he doesn't floor him with it does he but I mean still no I uh, mean I've seen red cards for less but I, they just they just need to be more manly don't they they just for god's sake that's not a red card in my opinion in the laws of the game yes okay probably is but let's change it because there was no you know the only physical contact you had was a little tiny push from Redmond and a, and a slightly heavier uh, shove from Suzoko. I think the referee did the right thing there just given both yellow cards and get on with the game yeah, um, and then that's what he did. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. I, I still don't. I think if you both give them yellow cards, then it says that I mean their behaviour was equally bad. So I don't think sure, that was quite yeah. the case. No, but, I get that. I, I, Suzoko was definitely the the main offender. Mm. But yeah, I mean, you, you, in the laws of the game, yes, you you can't do things like that. You can't any. Acts of physical violence or whatever that's just you know red card yeah and one one thing that sort of came i'm not directly out of that but just um just afterwards was um you mentioned it last week where um, we won a corner um sorry we won a free kick and um just uh drew time out by uh <laughs> running it to the corner flag again yeah. Yeah, squatting yeah. over it yeah um yeah i thought that was great that was quite funny i tell you what i was worried though when um Armstrong gave that free kick away deep into stoppage time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just in the last coming. minute. I mean, I just thought this happens so many times. I thought they need to defend this one corner and that is it. Three points, three massive points. And they did, just. Um, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Just, a, a, I couldn't believe it at the end of the game. I just, I couldn't believe the turnaround. It's just, a, where did this come from? 
I, I think Hassan Hurtle had his tactics absolutely spot on at half time. He must yeah. have he must have said something out. He must have um, got them going at half time. Other than the substitutions alone, there must have been something else there because they've just they were a different side. Like you said, game of two halves, uh, mm-hmm. amazing. Wouldn't you have loved to have been a, a, a fly on the wall in that dressing room yes, at half time? Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> and again, I love to see Hassan Hurtle at full time after a win as well when he's around with the players and every individual player makes an effort to go and congratulate and hug. And it's just a really, really good atmosphere with him. In yeah, that, they had a little extended huddle there, didn't they? And did, um, yeah. applauding the, the fans as well. Um, so yeah, full house there at St Mary's. Yeah, it's all brilliant to see. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and you know, it's the first time they've come from behind um, and win a game this season. Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> as long as we've been doing this podcast, yeah, of course, I'm never sorry. happened. We've always thrown it away. Yeah. Um, that also means it's our first back-to-back home wins and it since does, yeah. December twenty sixteen. Yeah, um, you've got that. You beat me to that one. Don't you? <laughs> and we've also done the uh, the North London teams as well. Oh yeah, both of them. Yeah. So yeah, out of the bottom three, that's brilliant. Um, yeah, Hassan Hill got his subs and his tactics bang on. Um, I want to talk about um, Josh Sims with you quickly, if I, if I may. Of course. Um, I think he had a poor loan spell, if I'm being honest, at Reading. Wasn't the greatest. They didn't use him as much as they probably should. Um, and you thought with Ralph, Ralph Hassan Hill coming in and the chances that he's given to youth, you'd have thought Sims would have been, you know, he would have had a place or would have had a chance, but he hasn't. He's been patient, um, and to come on in a difficult situation at halftime playing so poor, and, you know, you've only got 45 minutes to impress, and, you know, he did, he did, he, he impressed me massively. Absolutely. And uh, what do you think, do you think he's going to be included in the, uh, in the Brighton game now? Um, I think, well, even if he doesn't um, get a start, I think he's... Definitely yeah. going to be one of the first people you want to bring on. Well, that's what I mean, included in the squad. I don't. Oh, in the squad, yeah, yeah, sure. He's got to be, you know, he's got to have a part and he's got to come on, I think, at some point now. But yeah, but very, I, very, very impressed with him. I think um, with Ings coming back from injury, that's going to make it very difficult for him to fit in the squad. You've got Lamina coming back into it as um, well, depending mm-hmm. on how they, how they play. Sure, yeah, I, I, I get that. But um, I've been having some interactions with Saints fans about Sims as well. There's a fan of the show that I want to mention as well, Debbie Davis. She um, she thinks James Ward-Prowse was the man of the match for her. Mm-hmm. She thinks Sims was a close second. Um, she loves his reading of the game and his forward thinking. Um, so would you think Josh Sims has done enough for your man of the match? Oh, God. Yeah, I'm dreading this moment, you see. Um, I was hoping that you'd tell me yours first. <laughs> Make okay. it a lot easier for Okay, me. well... For me, I think it has to be one of the subs because mm-hmm. they've changed the game around. Um, and yeah, James Ward-Prowse did do great, um, and he was asked to play in, in, in two different positions, pretty much. Because I think he started wide right, and then half time he come off. Uh, sorry, he dropped back deep to play alongside, and played well there. Scored the winning goal, of course. Um, I think Long played well. I think he for what he did, oh, he could have done better with that header. Um, I think Sims, yeah, his pace, his directness. And I think Armstrong come on and made an impact as well. So I don't think you can forget about Stuart Armstrong. Because, again, that guy's done nothing wrong. He he was amazing in, what was it, December, January? Mm. Really, really good month. He got taken out of the side for no fault of his own. He's had little, you know, little spells here and there. And today, uh, sorry, yesterday, he came on 
made an impact and, you know, got the assist. So I think it would have to be one of those for me. And I think just because of the situation and the lack of his minutes, I'm going to have to give it to Josh Sims. Okay, excellent. I'm glad you did that. Okay, why? (laughs) Just because I've got so many candidates. I mean, speaking of long, just as an aside, um, yeah, I mean, I think he had to come off injured in the 71st minute. Um, so he wasn't out long, and so we've got another um, forward <laughs> injury. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got another Ibafemi. You know, he's uh, just come on the pitch for okay, a bit longer than twenty minutes, and um, he's had to come off injured. So I, d- I don't know. I haven't heard any news about uh, Shane Long. No, but... I've not heard anything yet. I did have a quick look, but nothing. No one's saying anything just yet. So yeah, like we've said before, we're light up there, so we definitely need. Danny Ings and with like Austin not playing great I know yesterday was a difficult situation for him to play because they wasn't I mean as you say we had one shot in the first half mm. In, uh, sorry Austin was not getting the service no but I mean when he's good he's, he's really good but um, yeah I mean Austin came on for long and uh, he made the difference I mean we scored both the goals to pretty much just after he came on and yeah crucial uh, Role in uh, getting the assist on that on that first goal and winning that free kick uh, that Prowse puts away. Um, oh God, I'd be very tempted to give it to him, but I mean he wasn't on the pitch long enough. I don't think. Um, Bednarek. Um, okay, yeah, don't think any of our defenders stood out in the first half, but in the second half, um, he, he did. The, yeah, he was definitely better of the three. I agree. Yeah, I mean, he did um, everything that was needed of him to um, to get it over the line and, and kill the game. But um, I'm just going to have to give it to Prousey. I mean, that, that free kick was incredible. And, uh, yeah, his whole performance from, from start to finish. Um, yeah. Yeah, OK. Yeah, I I, yeah, it. It's difficult to argue with it, really, because I say James Will Prowse deserves a mention. Again, he's just been brilliant. So, but yeah, I think you're, uh, you're agreeing with, with Debbie there. She thinks James Will Prowse. But I mean, I also think that that Josh Sims definitely deserves a shout because um, mm-hmm. yeah, from the moment he stepped on the pitch, I mean, he was the difference in pace, and then that just rubbed off on everyone else. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, yeah, I think they both need shouts. Okay, so Saints won't be playing for three weeks now. Um, they were due to play Watford, um, but they're still twatting about in the FA Cup. <laughs> what a bunch of wankers, huh? Yeah. Who wants to do that? Um, and then, of course, England's Euro 2020 qualification gets underway with two games, two massive games. So we play Czech Republic on Friday the 22nd. That's a 7.45 kickoff from Wembley. And that's on ITV if you're interested. And then just three days later, we travel to Montenegro on Monday the 25th. That's also a 7.45 kickoff. And that game, too, will be live on ITV. So dig out those England shirts once again. Massive qualification games. Um, but then our next game is Saturday the 30th of March against Brighton, 3pm kickoff from the Amex. Uh, big game again, Kev. Oh yeah, um, as, as far as must wins go, this is one of them. Yeah. And if we were doubtful of where the 40 points are coming from, uh, I mean now we're only a, f- a few wins away from actually doing that, so this has got to be one of them. With things as tight as they are at the bottom of the table, and uh, yeah, massive win for us against the Spurs. But you also saw Newcastle uh, beating Everton 
3 2 at the weekend. Yep. Um, Cardiff beating West Ham 2 0, Bournemouth winning against Huddersfield away. Liverpool sorting us out though. Yeah, they just, that's just finished, isn't it? 4 2 to, to them. Um, but yeah, Brighton beating Palace away. That's, that's a massive game for them. Yeah. Um, and they were looking, well, they've looked shit so far this season, haven't they? It was like just two different teams. Yeah. Um, I think they're about three points ahead of Saints at the moment, aren't they, with a game in hand? Yeah. As well. So we cannot allow them to take any points from us. No, not at all. And we, you know, we've got to keep, you know, putting the pressure on, on Cardiff and Burnley, as you say. Um, but we should have Ings back for that game. Yeah, that, that, um, that's definitely something. Yeah, and Lamina, I'm not too sure about that. He probably, he should be back. But whether he's going to get into the team, I don't think he will. Especially with the way that Romeo, Hoiberg, Ward Prowse are playing at the moment. We've mentioned before, yeah, but we don't, I don't see Lamina going straight into that side anytime um. soon. On the bench over Slattery, yeah, yeah. though. I don't, oh, yes, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, like, yeah it's, it's, um, it's good depth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I, I can see this game being a real scrappy one, because I, I, especially being away, and I, I just I just think that Chris Hooten's going to set us, set him, set them up, excuse me, to um, frustrate more than to just go for the jugular. I don't think they've got the squad to do that against teams, and I think with us, where and especially where, you know, it's down that, you know, that part of the table where it's scrappy, everyone's going fighting for everything at this, you know, part of the season. I can't see it being any more than a one-goal game, and it is going to be a tough one. Um, and we blew, or did we blow, we blew like a two-goal lead against them in September as well, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Glenn Murray got the penalty in, in, in stoppage time. That was horrible. And I think I remember saying to you that these, you know, these games are going to come back to bite us. We need to put that right now. But um, I just I think it's going to be something similar, if I'm honest. And you know we've seen it when we've had like two two or three games that we put in decent spells, and that next game that comes that we feel we should do well, inevitably we don't. I can see the same sort of thing happening again, and I'm going to go for a one-one draw. Oh. Mm. I think had it be had it been at home, I think running the momentum that we've got, I say that there's a three-week break. Um, then we w- we would probably take it and snatch it two one maybe, but I th- I'm just thinking being away. Yeah, I'm going to go one one. Okay, I mean yeah, we have seen it before when there is a big break and we've got the momentum that it just sort of falls flat and we don't yeah don't really deliver. But uh, I'm going to say this one's going to be an exception. Uh, I think we're going to win it. Um, I see. I was going to say one nil before, but um, I don't know. Okay, two two one two one. We're going to win two one. Okay. I think Brighton have got a goal in them. Um, so do I. I mean, did you see anything of um, the what's it, the A twenty three derby or whatever they want to call it? Oh, the Palace game. Yeah, I saw the yeah. um, the knockout goal. That was incredible, wasn't it? <laughs> um, and Murray's still knocking them in for fun. So yeah, I, I think with our defence, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, two one two one. Okay, that's fine. Um, predictions then on the season. Mm-hmm. So I went for a two-one Saints win. <laughs> I don't so, think you did. Uh, I went for a two-one Spurs win, um, <laughs> and you went for a one-one. So you know, <laughs> always goes the other way. So no points scored here. So the scores stay fifty forty-four to me. Um, but again, I've gone for a draw. You've gone for a um, Saints win. So it's probably going to be a Brighton win now. <laughs> yeah, that's a guarantee of. <laughs> um, fantasy football. Oh yes. 
Do you know what? Okay. I confess, I have not looked at or done anything to my team in a long, long time. It always happens. Well, you wouldn't think it from looking at your team, Ray. Oh, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> ah. um, oh, you had Kane as captain, um, and you've still got a couple of Arsenal players to still to score oh, they points. Won't, they won't be scoring points today. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and Danny Ings is, is still in your side. Um, <laughs> you I say it every you, week. I, I can't take him out. <laughs> Just put him on the bench. Um, so yeah, you're you're still at the bottom of the table, uh, but yeah, you're nearly a hundred points off. Um, but the winner for this week so far, as as far as I've been looking at it, was uh, Matt Mark, Mark Stone. Was he? Well done, Matt. Uh, he's on 71 points at the moment. Raheem Sterling, captain, that's really paid oh, off. Oh, okay, that's done it. He got a hat trick last night, didn't he? Yeah, and um, Sadio Mane's just um, banged in a couple as well. Oh, he scored so. two, did he? I know he scored the, the second for Liverpool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's still games to play. I mean, Man United and, and Arsenal were to play, so I'm guessing you or Matt or me have got some of those players from any of those. And there's also the Chelsea and Wolves game currently going on now. And I know that Matt's got a few Chelsea players, hasn't he? Uh, he's got N'Golo Kante. Oh, is that it? Okay, I thought he had more. Maybe he yeah. um, made some substitutions. Uh, yeah, well, it's worked out for him. So well done, Matt. You're, you're our winner this week. But um, yeah, he's still got a long way to go before he catches up for uh, Craig Harris's Harris Saint-Germain, who uh, are on at least uh, 1,680 points. Wow. Um, I've moved up. I've overtaken uh, Laura Muratsing. Well done. I've taken the test. Uh, so, yeah. Slowly opening up there in our league. Do you have any Chelsea, Wolves, Arsenal, Man United players? I've got um, a couple of um, uh, Wolves players. I've got Jimenez and uh, Doherty on the bench. Uh, I think they might be able to come on. And uh, Chelsea, no Chelsea players. And I've got Rashford still to play as well. Okay, nice. But my defence had an absolute shitter. Um, Fabian Cher. Wait, you, got, did you have um, Vestergaard and Yoshida? Um, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I had uh, Toby Alderweireld, who wasn't even playing. Um, Danilo, who didn't play for City either. Uh, Fabian Cher, um, who picked up his fifth yellow card, so he's going to be suspended. Also conceded so, two goals as well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, not not the best of weekends for my defence, but yeah, made made up for it in the midfield. Got Ryan Fraser and Sadio Mane, so a lot of points in there. Yeah, well done. He says through gritted teeth. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about this week before we go? Um, I've got things. Um, yeah, Josh Sims, wasn't he brilliant? Oh, no. no. <laughs> I know where this is going. Come on, okay. now. We've got a long break. <laughs> oh, okay, go on. You want a Josh Sims chant, don't you? I, I think he deserves one, don't you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, I'll have a think about it. Um, I'm guessing you've got something in mind. Um, oh god, I did have a flash from inspiration this morning, but I didn't think I write it down, so, um, you yeah. Forgot. I forgot. It's gonna be interesting, either way. Okay. But yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Um, okay. yeah, and, uh, just to see us out, another, uh, Russian phrase. Um, I don't have a minimum, minim- piss it. I don't have a mnemonic for, um, <laughs> for one word of it, but I do have for the other. Um, so if you can manage, uh, 
Pabieda with a with a stress on the bed. Pabieda. Yeah, that's good. That's a victory. Ah, oh, nice. Pabieda. But the word or phrase for um, a victory where you come back from behind is uh, volley via Pabieda. Volley via. Mm-hmm. Volley via Pabieda. Yeah, volley via Pabieda. Hurrah. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, Appropriate this week. Yeah, very. Um, so we'll back with. <laughs> <laughs> Another one for the bloopers. We'll back, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back on Sunday, the 31st of March, and that is Mother's Day. Now, I know for a fact that my mum wants nothing more than three points against Brighton. So um, let's, let's, let's try and do it for you, mum. So, yeah, Sunday, the 31st, to discuss Brighton, and we'll preview the Liverpool game. And the following week, we'll have a very special guest on. We have Matt Markstone from the Southampton Delivery Ooh. Podcast. Um, that will be on Sunday the 7th of April. So we're delighted to have him on. Um, looking forward to that one. You're going to have to think of some like Russian phrases for him. Or something All right. Like Does he have a bit of Russian himself? I'm not sure. I think he did study Russian history, didn't he? Oh, well, we're about to find out. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Make it nice and tough for him, yeah? <laughs> yeah, make it a proper exam for him. Yeah. Okay, so... Is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. Well, up the Saints, then. Up the Saints. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.